Located in North Louisiana, Evening Light Tabernacle has always held forth the scripture that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Today we invite you to delve into the scripture with us as the ministry discusses God's truth in our day. Hello everyone. We are back again. The ministry team at Evening Light Tabernacle, Menden, Louisiana. We are a Bible-believing church that proclaiming Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Proclaiming to God, to the world, a living God. And happy that you've joined us today for this uh, discussion. We ended the, the last discussion on that Jesus is seeking for worshipers who will worship him in sincerity and truth. And how that Jesus proclaimed, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. And then you will know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So today we're going to search for our answers in the Bible. And Jesus referred to the Bible with complete confidence to its accuracy and its authority. So he said for us to search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. They are they that testify of me. Amen. Amen. So all scripture then is, is given to us of God. Um, do you think the apostles uh, considered the words that they were speaking in scripture, such as the apostle Paul? It's noted that uh, Peter referred to Paul's writings as, as scriptures, and they do pervert uh, Paul's writings as they do the other scriptures. Right. And so they knew that Paul was vindicated. And Paul even said that the revelation that he received was not of man, but it came from God. And he said, if an angel preach anything else than what he had already preached, let him be accursed. Oh, so then we then have to go back to Paul's gospel or we're cursed. That's exactly correct. Yes. Strong language. <laughs> but didn't Paul use that kind of language? Exactly. Well, he said if an says. angel came from heaven preaching any other gospel. Or he said, if I can't change what I said. So the word of God is unchangeable. Amen. And so we cannot compromise on it. If it was true then, it's true now. Absolutely. Well, the histories even say that when Paul, after he had uh, you know, came out from his tutelage or whatnot, when he came to Peter, that the two of them saw eye to eye in doctrine. Mm. You know, they were seeing the very same thing. So it shows that God doesn't change. He's not a God this way to one man and a God this way to another. They were absolutely in agreement on their doctrine. And we know that God used Paul to actually write the, you know, almost the entire New Testament to found his church. Amen. And that's where we go back to if, if anybody comes and preach another gospel than what I have preached, let him be a curse. Because, you know, Paul was vindicated by God yes. to be the, the instrument by which he used to found the church. I think his tutelage that you speak of was a backside of the desert experience. Exactly right. Where that, you know, that in Arabia for three years that he sat comparing the scripture and, and searching the scriptures. And I think as believers today, we have a responsibility to search the scriptures to see whether or not we are really teaching the teachings of Jesus. Amen. It's important for each and every person in the church to do the same thing and not just to swallow down what's coming over the pulpits 
because a lot of times what we find is there, there's a man-made Jesus being preached many times. Mm. And it's a, it's a new Jesus. It's not the, the scripture or it's not the Jesus of the scripture. You know, because you, you find things that are preached that don't line up with what Paul taught. You find things yes. that are preached that don't line up with the scripture. So even though they're, they're claiming it's Jesus, it's not the Jesus of the Bible. But if the people would dig in the scripture yeah. and study and search and pray, they wouldn't be so easily deceived or led astray. Because it's right there clearly for them, for each Christian. In red lettering, Jesus said, search the scriptures. Yes. For in them you think you have eternal life, and they are they that testify of me. And when Paul wrote the New Testament, he referred to the Old Testament over 300 times. Wow. And so he was a word prophet. It was established in continuity with the Old Testament, giving birth to the New Testament. And him again speaking in Hebrews 13, 8, he said, Jesus Christ, the same. And I believe that's a powerful word. You know, it's the same. So anytime Jesus has changed, he don't change. Right. Amen. So that's he's right. only changed by man. Amen. He can all, you know, and then it goes to what Brother Aaron is saying. It becomes a Jesus of their own making, their own belief that fits that fits what they want to believe yeah. instead of them changing to fit him. Amen. So when it says the same, what follows that? Yesterday, yesterday, today, and forever. So is today covered in that statement? Absolutely. So it has to be the same forever as it was the day that scripture was written. That's right. Well, you know, it's striking to me how many thousands, if not a million books that are written on one book interpreting the Bible. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, Bible bookstores are full of men's ideas and this man's ideas and that one in commentaries and this and that on the Holy Scriptures. And, you know, again, I think that it's important that we come back to the foundation of the church. For the church, the Bible said, is built upon the foundation of apostles and prophets with Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Yes. So it all begins with Jesus. Yeah. And it's built there upon him. And any revelation that is not pro proclaiming Jesus Christ the same in every detail, right. except for his corporal body, is, of course, seed of discrepancy. Yes, that's right. It's false. So that's why, with it being built off Jesus, Satan tries to, he's the cornerstone. That's why he wants to change where it starts. Because if he changes where it starts, once it gets uh -huh. down here, it's exactly. way off. That's, it's way that's off. right. Exactly. But you know, um, when God created the worlds, the Bible said that he did it by faith. And God framed the worlds together. And all of the galaxies, the sun, the moon, the stars, everything, the world hangs in its orbit. And, it, and the foundations of God was made by his word. We don't have to worry about the sun rising or setting. We don't have to worry about That's fall, right. winter. It continues the same. The earth continues the same. And if the foundations of creation is sure, then surely the foundation of Christianity must remain Amen. sure. Yes. And the Bible says in Isaiah 28, verse 16, Therefore thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion a foundation stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. Sure foundation. Amen. Mm -hmm. He that believeth shall not make haste or not be ashamed, he said in Romans. Amen. I'm so glad we won't be left ashamed. Amen. But actually, there, there's a God that backs up his word. Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. Now, this is where he said, you know, in Matthew 16, uh, when he 
came to Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, whom do men say that I the son of man am? Now, that's a pretty good question even today. Right. Because, you know, one would say, um, you know, well, you're John the Baptist or one's, you're Elias or Jeremiah. And then, so today we have 41,000 different ones saying of who Jesus is. Right. Who do you and, say that I am? Yes. That's right. And so, but it's got to come back to that personal question. Yeah. Who do you say that I, the son of man, am? Right. And that's where that every person m must have for his foundation stone a personal revelation of Jesus Christ, that true new birth. Amen. Where exactly. he met Christ himself. You know, you go back, as we go back to Peter and Paul, and you look at the two of them, you have one a scholar, you have another an ignorant fisherman. You had one who persecuted the church, you had another who denied Christ. But you had one have an upper room experience, and you have another stricken down on the road to Damascus. They both had a personal revelation of who Jesus Christ was. Mm -hmm. And after that personal revelation, their doctrines were the same, right. and their faith was the same, Amen. and yet they were undeniable uh, the, 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 you know, undeniably be able to just found the church and push the gospel and be used of God. Peter was for the Jews, Paul for the Gentiles. And you see the movement, God used him, and yet one from two different extremes. So you, to piggyback off of that, you can't have somebody that has a personal revelation of Jesus Christ and another person have a personal revelation of Jesus Christ and come together and their doctrines not line up. And one have this, you know, this doctrine, and one have this doctrine. If they both met the same Christ, exactly, they'll have the same revelation of who He is. Exactly. Well, there's got to be one truth then. Yes. Yeah. So you know that's one absolute, and that's the the Word of God. That's and the word and of God. we should, as the disciples are those that came from the upper room, they were all saying the same thing and believing the same thing, well, having everything in common. Well, John tells us that in the beginning was the Word. The Word was God, and the Word was with God. And then we find later down that the Word was made flesh. Yeah. Where is it made flesh in? Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 So he said he would build a church. Now, this is what he said. I, I will build a church, and I'm going to build it on a rock. So what is that rock? Some people think that rock's Peter. The you Catholic know? Church says it's Peter. Right. A man who denied Christ three times. Huh. And Good. cursed while doing it. Yeah. His church built on, on fickle man who can change with their moods or, or be upset or be high or be low. Nope. I, don't, I don't believe it would that he would do that. God's well, church can't. That's that. because they teach, you know, the succession of uh, the apostolic succession passing down from Peter to the next pope to the next. And, of course, then you have every pope changing what the other said. And now you've got... Uh, the word of God that can be changed by fickle men, just whatever right. we decide according to the times. And I would say that the word, no matter whether it's 2019 or when it is, that the word is still the same. Exactly. And it cannot be changed. Right. It is an absolute. And I mean, an absolute is a standard that that has been set that the that our faith must be built upon the solid rock of the word of God. Uh, but Peter gave the right response in Matthew 16, 16. You know, Jesus asking, who do you say that I am? And his response is, thou art the Christ, uh -huh. the son of the living God. And we find that Jesus replied to him was, because of this revelation, 
I will build my church. So really then, the ever believer, his his revelation or the rock that he's built upon is a revelation personally to him right. of who Jesus is. Exactly Jesus right. Christ made known to him personally. Right. Amen. And so there again, that must be the rock the church is built upon is the rock of revelation of who Christ is. Exactly. So if we can find out who Jesus is and what he did and then the church that he set forth and be that church, then that would be the one surely that he's coming back for exactly. without well, spot or recall. There's only one church going in the rapture. There's only one church that he's coming back for. There's only one church spoke of in the Bible. The church. And in order to be saved, we've got to be a part of that church. Amen. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's, he said, I will build my church, not churches. Amen. Right. Uh, you know, he, it's not 41,000 churches he's built. He's built a church. Right. Now, are, we revelation? Talking, are we talking about a, a, a church building, a certain group of people, or a certain denomination? Or are we looking at a worldwide body that has come together with the same revelation of who Jesus is? Amen. They, That's they, what it is. He's got a body around the world, as right. he said, uh, a people out of every kindred, tongue, tribe, and nation. Right. So, um, but one thing that really strikes me about that whole conversation with Peter and Jesus, he said, on this rock I'll build my church and the gates, gates of, of hell, hell. That's right. will <laughs> not prevail Amen. against it. Amen. You know, this is a powerful church. Yes, it's right. not a, a weak, powerless right. church right. that is run over and blowed by every wind of doctrine, but a powerful church who has the signs, the wonders, the, the miraculous power of God and the life-changing power Amen. of God. Amen. Because what, what, is a, what is the healing of the body if there's not really a true healing of the soul? Right. Right. The healing you know, of the body is temporary. That's right. It's but only it's, temporary. Once soul is changed, it's changed forever. That's right. So, you know, for the individual Christ in you makes you the center of the revelation. Amen. So Christ and you makes him the center of the life of the revelation. And Christ in the Bible makes the Bible the complete revelation of the whole thing. Right. Wonderful. So, you know, this is something that is very important for us to know that the new birth is a revelation of Jesus Christ personally to you. Yes. And so what is it then? Is it you joined the church? Uh, shook hands with the preacher? Decided... Um, to live by code, code of rules or uh, recite a decree. So what is that new birth? It's a life that Christ lived is now living in you. Amen. That's right. That's exactly right. Because as we saw there on the day of Pentecost, you know, it came in like a rushing mighty wind and tongues of fire was spread across the, the people, you know, and their lives was changed. That's right. And they begin to do the very works that Jesus did. Mm -hmm. John 14, 12. You know, the works that I do shall you do also. So now what you had, dare I say, instead of instead of one person, Jesus walking around with the power of God, you know, delivering, setting free, you had 120 now, just like that. Because they came, not only did they come into his presence, his presence came into them. Amen. Amen. Exactly. Well, see, to me, it comes right back to the words of Jesus when he said, 
in his prayer, he said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. Notice who it's revealed to, babes, those who right. are born again. Amen. You must be born again. That's right. And so God is, hides himself from the, from the schools of learning, from the experts of theology, but reveals himself to those that are born again. This is where he said to Nicodemus, you know, you must be born again to be able to understand the kingdom of God. So it's a personal, individual affair with the person that Christ is revealed to them. So in that first church, Brother Tim, the Bible said they were one mind, one accord. They spake the same thing. Because the church and the body, when I read the scripture, seem to be the self-same thing. That right. the body of Christ is the church of the living God. And that Christ is the head of his own church. That means that it's not organized or led by man, moved by man, controlled by man. But it was controlled by God and him alone. That's right. Mm -hmm. Men being led of the Holy Spirit. And only the revelation of Christ could make them one mind, one accord, right. and speak the same thing. You can't legislate that. Can't. I think a lot of the misconception today, though, with people in church joining is, it's a church I belong to, an assembly or a body, and they get away from that to truly be in the church is an individual, like we just talked about. It's a personal revelation. It's an individual. He's coming for an individual. It's not a what my church believes. It's what I believe. It's my revelation of who Jesus Christ is. So he's not coming for a building. He's not coming for a group of people that are in a certain building, but he is coming for individuals who have truly given their life to Christ. Yeah. And so he says, as he said, this is the, the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is right. Christ, Christ in you, the yeah. hope of glory. That's right. And so that's what we're going to be uh, speaking about even as we come back to our next session. We're going to be talking about how that God refers to this church singular. It is yeah. not churches. He has one church. One church. There's one Lord, yeah, one faith, right. one baptism, one God and Father of us all. Right. And then, you know, his word is true from the beginning. Amen. And so we want to go back to the beginning. Amen. Thank you for joining with the ministry team at Evening Light Tabernacle. For more information on what you have heard today, please visit us at eveninglight.net. May God bless you.